welcome to Cosmos Science Daily, where journalists at the Cosmos Newsroom report on the latest research and discoveries and explain the science behind the headline news. Today's newsroom journalist and Master of Physics graduate, Evram Yazgan, is unpacking quantum computers. And I am Dr. Sophie Calabretto, applied mathematician and fluid mechanist who wants to know if a quantum computer can still run Commander Keen 4. So Australian researchers believe that they have taken us a step closer to useful quantum computers. Surprisingly, they've based their quantum device on good old silicon, the main ingredient in computers for the last 60 years. Evram, silicon has been used to build computers for a long time. I thought quantum computers were meant to be sort of the next step in technology. Why are we still using silicon? Great question. Firstly, silicon has a lot of advantages. It's relatively inexpensive compared to other things we've been using to build quantum computers. Mm -hmm. Well understood properties and also well known manufacturing techniques. Silicon is also a good shield for properties uh, that we see in the quantum effects that we get. Okay, so... I knew that we are going to get to quantum stuff eventually. And I should just say I did do quantum mechanics in in university, but it was about a 1,000 years ago. So hit me with it. What quantum effects are we talking? Well, quantum computers make use of the fact that things get weird at the quantum level of atoms and molecules. Mm -hmm. Uh, In particular, quantum computers make use of the effects superposition and entanglement. Now, in the small-scale world, Particles are said to exist in a superposition of states, which means that their physical properties aren't defined, but are probabilistic. That does ring a bell. And now I dare ask, can you remind me what entanglement is again? Yeah, obviously it's quite complicated. But to put it simply, when superpositions are extended over multiple atoms or particles, whatever you want to call it, you can have an entangled state where one quantum bit in quantum computing or a qubit is correlated to another. So changes to one qubit can affect the way uh, that another qubit functions when they're entangled. Okay. And so how does this all help make computers faster and better though? Yeah. So with superpositions, a qubit can store what's known as multidimensional computing data, which has a much greater complexity than an ordinary bit. Right. Quantum computers are therefore expected to be thousands or even millions of times faster than what we call classical computers, and they would be able to perform calculations far more efficiently than even the most powerful classical computers today. And also entanglement has the potential for unhackable encryption technologies, which is cool. Oh, that is very cool. Okay, so what about this new quantum device? What have they done? Yeah, so I had the pleasure of speaking with Michelle Simmons, who led the research at uh, the company Silicon Quantum Computing. And she told me that the fact that they use silicon means that they can map out where their device fits in with the history of computing more broadly. In a nutshell, they put 10 individual phosphorus atoms inside a silicon slab, which act as single atom transistors. Now, instead of ones and zeros, qubits can have values of one, zero, or a mixture of one and zero. Okay, so it sounds like a very precise process. How did they add atoms individually? Yeah, the manufacturing process is actually really cool. First, they produce a slab of silicon. They heat it up to over a 1,000 degrees and cool Mm -hmm. it down gradually to make a flat surface. Then they add a layer of hydrogen atoms, 
they make holes in the hydrogen and add phosphorus in those holes. They then cover it with another layer of silicon and bada bing, bada boom, you have a working quantum device. Amazing. But is it useful? What have they done with it, Evram? So what they've built is called a quantum simulator. Mm-hmm. They're using this device to simulate a molecule called polyacetylene, which is just a chain of carbon and hydrogen atoms, which is theoretically infinite. Okay. Uh, in the molecule, you have alternating double and single bonds between the carbon atoms. And if you were to imagine that you cut the chain at the single bonds versus cutting the chain at the double bonds, you actually get completely different behavior of the electrons inside the molecule. Okay. And they managed to replicate this behavior exactly in their quantum simulator. Oh, wow. That sounds awesome. So why did they pick this particular study, though? Yeah, so Simmons, uh, when I was speaking to her, said that it was the dream of the great physicist Richard Feynman in the 1950s that to understand how nature works, you've got to build at that length scale. Right. So it's with this kind of sub-nanometer precision accuracy that they managed to mimic the single and double bonds of the carbon molecule. Quantum computers suffer because of the same quantum phenomena that they make use of. They're noisy, meaning signals get mixed up and cause errors. Mm -hmm. But this high-precision device is extremely coherent, meaning there is little noise. Perfect. So it sounds like we've solved the problem. And my next question is, when do I get my quantum smartphone so I can play Candy Crush? (laughs) We're not quite there yet. This machine still has some drawbacks common to quantum computers across the board. Uh, It requires near absolute zero temperatures to operate. Right. And it's also still at a very small scale experiment stage. Uh, The team wants to take this the next step, uh, which is to build bigger physical systems and test those. Amazing. And do you know what, Evram? I think I actually understand quantum computers a bit better now. So thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for listening. Be sure to keep an ear out for our next installment of Cosmos Science Daily. This podcast was brought to you by Cosmos, a publication of the Royal Institution of Australia. From Listener and Cosmos Magazine comes Huh? Science Explained, a new weekly podcast answering all of life's questions, big and small, in just 10 minutes. Download the Listener app now and listen for free. Listener.